Hello and welcome to Be Lifted with me, your host, Todd A. Brown, offering you regular encouragement that you might grow in the unique and full call that God has placed on your life. As each and every one of us is called, we're called to be influential. We're called to be impactful in every single endeavor of life. And to each and every one of you who listens, subscribes, and shares, it truly is my hope that every time that we get together, these moments are causing you to be lifted, to be better today than you were yesterday and give you the hope that tomorrow will be even better than your today. So let's go ahead and get into today's topic, which is entitled Power Over Possessions. In Mark uh, chapter 10, verse 21, uh, we understand this. Then Jesus beholding him, loved him and said unto him, one thing thou seekest, Go thy way, sell whatsoever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come take up the cross and follow me. You know, my beloved uh, be lifted brothers and sisters, in many ways, uh, the rich young ruler um, that is being answered in this text was a model of faithfulness. I mean, think about it. He was sexually pure. He was honest and trustworthy with his words, his money. He respected and honored his parents. Uh, he studied the Bible. And you can see all of that in Mark chapter 10, verses 18 through 20. If he had grown up in my church, he would have literally been on the fast track to leadership in the church. And yet, the only reason we know anything about this young man is because of his inability to follow Jesus in every area of his life and literally one of the most important areas in life. We are told that Jesus looked on this man and loved him deeply. I believe the hard words that Jesus shared with this man were in fact born out of that deep love for him because when we love somebody, we share a pure, unadulterated, bold truth. Can I get a witness? Um, Jesus isn't trying to create a situation in which the man is set up to fail. He literally wants him to succeed because he loves him. Remember, every good and perfect gift comes from above, and God always wants us to succeed in everything. So he does not find delight in our trials or misfortune. Likewise, I think Jesus was truly moved by this man's faithful devotion to God. He didn't ignore it or take it lightly. However, more than a list of rules to follow that guarantee perfect behavior, Jesus wanted this man's heart to be free. And listen, he desires the same for both you and me. Beloved, I need us to understand our possessions weld a remarkable power over us. And, I, and listen, I can even show you how that power is. Let something that you really like get taken from you. And be mindful of how your attitude changes. Be mindful that when the car doesn't work, how all of a sudden a good day turns bad. Think about when your bank account gets low, how you start feeling, even though you're still employed and you know that another check is coming and that you have investments and everything else um, and you have a good savings account. But think, think, think of how it is when things don't go your way and you lose certain things. Think about when uh, the, your HD, your, your 4K HD TV isn't working properly, how you can sometimes feel. 
really what those things are telling you is how much the possession or the material thing has a hold over your life. Because possessions give us a false sense of security and an inflated sense of worth. They promise freedom, yet truly only enslaved. They say they will broaden our horizons only to shrink and cloud our vision. This was true in the ancient world and it remains true today. Yet in every time and every place, Jesus is also at work ruthlessly rooting out everything that stands between him and the one he loves. Jesus wants nothing less than all of us. While in our specific situations, finances may not have a grip on our heart, likely there still remains one thing or a few things that keep us from experiencing the freedom that Jesus offers. Perhaps in his addiction or an unhealthy relationship, you find yourself paralyzed by fear and insecurity. And perhaps like the rich young ruler, you fear what might happen if you truly let go and walk away. But beloved, I need us to understand Jesus loves us too much to leave us just as we are. He longs for us to know the freedom that comes from following him and walking in the light. And so the great principle that Jesus is trying to get this young man to understand that many of us struggle with is the principle of generosity. All he wanted the young man to do was to give. Now, by him giving, he didn't realize that he was going to gain the most precious thing in life, which was Christ. And ladies and gentlemen, truth be told, um, there is a level of joy and peace and lack of stress that comes when we walk in a spirit of generosity. Truth be told, we are most like the Lord when we give. Think of it like this. I know many of you have heard and seen and probably have memorized John three sixteen, which says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. See, to be like the Lord, we must be a giver and we must give to the extent that it makes somebody else's life better. Now understand, by God giving, he's received all the glory and all the honor. So that's why I say, by us having a spirit of generosity, it's what's on the other side of our giving and generosity that makes all the difference. So pray today for the courage to take a step forward in faith and in generosity, resting in his unshakable, unchanging love, and that whatever you sow, you will also reap. You've just been lifted. Go and continue to be great. And if this has been a blessing to you, take the time to share it with somebody else. And until we get together again, abundant grace, peace, and love.